Hello, Nikki. How are you doing? Hi. How are you? I'm great. Good. I'm glad that you're able to be on my podcast. Oh, yes. I'm happy about that as well. Thanks for okay. asking me to do it. Yes. Well, um, you kind of know what we're about, just trying to witness to other mothers, talk to other mothers and the first season dealt more with me just kind of um, sharing different insights that I wanted to share about various topics. And then the second season is more so dedicated to mothers and just working moms at that or moms that's concerned with um, health or uh, wellness. So I thought that would be perfect to um, have you on because I know that you have been working with Nourish and Flourish with Nick and um, you've had a talk show and everything, and I just feel like um, you could share a lot with the moms. Well, thank you. Yes, I've uh, been doing that for a little while. We're kind of on a break right now trying to upgrade the system and come up with a better way to service and to see if we can reach more people, maybe uh, with the television production part of it that's coming up. So looking forward to that. It's just been a process to get that back on the road, but we're, we're we're they're steadily working at it so and working with joynet they're they're still they are up and running now so joynet radio is the other part of that uh, but uh, time to consider network is who i was working with as far as uh, the nourish and flourish with nick show and they're working okay. on television production but the joynet is up and running so people can still catch episodes of the shows and all that on joynet radio Okay, yeah. um, kind of share that connection so we can um, make sure everyone checks that out. Yeah, that's uh, Joynet Radio. I think they have a Facebook page and it's a website. You can go directly to their website and click on play and you can listen to, it's a gospel radio and it, you can listen to gospel all day. They have DJs and uh, broadcast all day long with uh, different people that are uh, on that network. So in Time to Consider is also a part of that, and they are working on their televisions. You can go to their WWT2VCTV, uh, I think is what it is, and you can click on there and you can look at the episodes of all kind of stuff. I think they even have like some Central High stuff from their anniversary on there now. So you can, there are several things that they're trying to just expand to the community. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I um, my first my first formal name is Lorraine uh, Lorraine Nicole Smith. No one ever calls me Lorraine. I've always been known as Nikki. Uh, born and raised in Arkadelphia, Arkansas, mother of two. Um, I've always uh, just have tried to be involved in some type of community activism or leadership and also uh, always been a part of somebody's team or athletic team and uh, enjoy movement and uh, have a bachelor's degree from HBCU from Jackson State University and have a master's degree from here in Little Rock at UALR so uh, Okay. That's uh, that's pretty much it right now. <laughs> okay. Um, I know that you are the mother of two children. Um, can you share with us how you have handled um, their safety and uh, their well-being during COVID? 
Well, they're 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 not little children, so they're uh, they're big kids. My oldest, Mecca, is twenty two. Goodness, I guess going on twenty three here, and my youngest is going on sixteen on November first. Miles, he'll be sixteen, so they they're able to kind of handle themselves accordingly, and they know the seriousness of what's going on. So. Uh, Miles is pretty uh, isolated anyway, so he's uh, he's been going to school, but he still knows to protect himself and to keep his mask on. And uh, Mecca, the oldest, she's over at U of A, and she should be she should be finishing college. I'll have a college graduate soon, so that's very that's very wonderful. And just I can't hardly believe it that I'll have my first college graduate, but. She knows the seriousness of the uh, pandemic as well, and she knows that she has some preconditions, pre-existing conditions. She has asthma, so she knows that she has to stay protected. So I, I don't really have to. I, I do harp on the the importance of them being thinking about their safety and well-being, but they they're old enough to know that this is not a <laughs> it's not a joke out here. So they have to make sure that they are doing their their very best to stay protected and to keep from keep others from being sick as well right Mm -hmm. okay you mentioned um uh, feeling that sense of accomplishment with your oldest about to graduate um could you share with us any tips that could help our moms get to that point like were there any key things that you feel like helped develop her to where she wanted to go to college or for her, as far as her successfulness in college, um, any type of tips that you instilled in her? Well, I know that just seeing parents and having parents that are college graduates and having family members, and she has, you know, our, our her grandmother was the first first college graduate in the family. So she, my mom, Maxine, down in Arkadelphia, she finished at Henderson State. She was the first to go to college. And so we've seen college graduate and then continue on with her master's degree so we have that foundation so she sees that she sees that in in, in me and her dad and uh, her brothers and my brothers and sisters as well so and she has you know other aunts on and uh aunts on her dad's side that have that have, have college degree and cousins so she she sees a family now a generation of family members that have went on to finish their degree and to go ahead and be successful, you know, have more success by doing that and continuing on their education. Cause it's one thing to get your college degree is what I've always told her, uh, but to have a skill and have a trade and have a mind uh, a mindset of what are you going to do with your college degree and what can you do after that? Cause you're going to, most of the time you're going to have to go forward to seek, probably the pay that you want in the position and the status that you want um, in life. And and she sees that uh, with my, you know, with family members that are, have been successful in the things that they've gotten and the things that where they are in life. Now they, they've done that by continuing their education and, you know, you, you're reaping the benefits of that. She sees my brother, he's a dental dentist in the Navy. So she, she sees his lifestyle, you know, so, um, just having those examples of, of people before her. So, um, that's, that's one thing that I think that's, that's been very beneficial and helpful. 
she's pretty much self-motivated. She's been motivated to do what she's needed to do. Um, I've always wanted her to just probably be more focused academically, but she sometimes is not. It was just because um, whatever reason it might be. It just, But just she's done well so that's where i would she's done well to get to this point so she right she's declaring graduation for december so you know we're we're proud of her right i am proud of her (laughs) um i'm hearing you say that different examples and just exposing her to um various types of um lifestyles and various types of people that whether it was um a degree in education or social work or um medical industry yeah. right mm-hmm. in the medical field that giving her that exposure helped lead her that way right okay all and right seeing so, those successes too you know so that's a it is mostly success that you see when you see people that are have further their education mm-hmm. so that's a, mm-hmm. that's one thing too all right. Um, a lot of times on the show, we try to have um, people share where they receive certain type of um, wisdom from. Is there anyone in your life that helped guide you to do what you do, to do what you do as far as maybe like um, some words of wisdom, some type of quote or words that you live by? Well, there's been several. I was thinking about that. Um, my mom, of course, and uh, just growing up with my grandmother, living with my grandmother in the home and my all my siblings, I always think about um, just basically growing up in pro- poverty until my mom married my my stepdad when I was eight years old. But it was always was thinking about uh, wasting and, and wanting. So if you waste not, you, you want not that type of thing, just knowing that the value of the little things that we we had we had to you know make do and make it last and spread it out amongst uh, my mom's siblings and then there was grandchildren in the home so and then still in that in my kids too you know being a good servants of what they have and making sure that they're taking care of the things that they do have so they can be successful and have have more you know if you're being a good steward you know and the lord is seeing that you're being a good steward with the things that you have then he can expand that but if you're not really being a good steward with some of the stuff that the little things that you have then i don't know you know it's hard to say well that person could be uh right given any more so but yeah that that's one um also, uh, my mentor on Time to Consider, Mr. Moss, he's always talking about enjoying the cherries of life and why you can, because the hickory nuts will hit you in the head, you know, so this, the, the point, we know disappointments are sure to come, so he's uh, it's been a, 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 a guiding and a force and also just kind of helped me to process things and move forward to, to where I am now, so he's a good one as well, and like I said, I've been on probably every team and any team that you could think of. So I've had some good coaches and not some not so good coaches as well. So uh, Rhonda Thigpen was one of our ones in Arkadelphia that stands out, that's always instilled uh, just to being a, a good person and a good leader and having good leadership skills and just being overall just good person. So, and, and she was a good, good example of that as well. So 
Right. Another um, person that spoke, um, Miss Sally, I believe she mentioned Coach Thigpen as well. Yeah, she she was a, mm-hmm. a gem for Arkadelphia children to have be so successful there and to also to to reach back and to think about us. She was inducted to the Volleyball Sports Hall of Fame, Arkansas Volleyball Sports Hall of Fame, first inductee in volleyball. And she invited some of her former players from Arkadelphia High, which she didn't have to do that. So, you know, that's just the type of person she was. She was even honoring us in her success. So. I thought right. that was a, a great thing. Okay. Yeah. So um, tell us more about Nourish and Flourish. What um, first inspired you to be a part of that or to what, create that? Well, I was, all, I, I, now I'm a social worker by trade as well. And I work with veterans, uh, homeless veterans. And we do a lot of just trying to meet them where they are and trying to push them to, to, you know, one, be housed and, and also sustain the housing once they get the housing. So the Nourish and Flourish with Nick show is just an extension of kind of what I already do is uh, I do wellness with them in groups right now that we haven't been able to do that. But I was doing that since I started. We've, we've done a wellness type of uh, group with the veterans. And it's a little bit of touching on the wellness wheel. And the wellness wheel, it encompasses our mental, our physical, our spiritual, and our intellectual and our community wellness. And so we think about our wellness on a spectrum of a circle and knowing that those things all work together to create our wellness wheel, as you, as you may have it. And then we know that uh, when one of those things maybe out of balance or out of line, like you would think about a car tire or a bicycle wheel, then once those things are out of balance or out of line, then our wellness wheel is, is off track. So we're trying to create, think about ways that we are thinking about our wellness and we're thinking about ways that we can create a balanced wheel so that wheel can keep going. And I know uh, at this time, it's been probably a little bit more difficult because our normal routines and how we think about our normal day and what we've done, you know, in the past, all that has changed. So uh, our wellness has, you know, we're trying to keep that in balance, but I know it could be very difficult if we are so used to our routines and our day-to-day lifestyles that uh, those things that we are normally have done, they just, we, we don't, we, we have to rethink about them in a new way sometimes. So, but uh, yeah, Nourish and Flourish, it it was, it was um, at some point, I don't think I really wanted to use my voice. You know, I don't think I really wanted to do the show. Like uh, think about, uh, I'm not, I'm I'm very uh, introverted and very private person. So for me to uh, step out of that comfort zone, Mr. Moss Melvin uh, really pushed me to do that because he saw that, you know, this is what you do anyway. So won't you bring it towards a broader audience and for people to be able to think about their wellness, you know, not just, you know, the veterans, but in the community as a whole. And I, you know, I I like to focus mostly on African-Americans and African-American community because that's, that's what I am. And that's what I see that there's a lack and need of. So that's what, you know, we try to focus on too. So just making sure that we're, 
reevaluating and self-reflecting and thinking about our wellness in a broader spectrum. So that's that's kind of where that all started. Okay. And that brings me to um, what do you do to practice um, self-care to where you take care of your wellness? Um, what are some self-care tips you can provide for us? Well, I, I self-care for me, and, and we have to think, I, self-care seems like this is this is new buzzword that people are really using a lot of, even uh, social, I, you know, as being a social worker, I, we look at behavior and we study um, those things, but self-care is, is something that we have always done. It's always been a part of who we are. People can't continue to fuel and refuel and uh, they, you can't continue to charge yourself without some type of, of filling up. So you always have had this concept of self-care and how we do those things is a part of our wellness. So when you think about your mental wellness, whatever you need to do in that area, for me, uh, physical, the physical wellness part affects my mental part. So they all affect each other. And even in my physical and mental, my spiritual is touched. So all of those things are working together for me, for self-care, for, for my recharging. I love exercise. I love movement. I love to dance. I love anything with movement. God has created me to be a mover. So he's gifted me with that. So I can't deny that. So that's part of who I am, um, getting outside, exercising. Uh, I, you know, I've tried to get to Zumba tonight. So, you know, it's just a part of who I am. So that just, if I don't get, if I don't get that movement or feel like I'm not getting enough, then that, that affects my self, my self care. Um, another thing is um, affirmations and being able to, uh, to use the power of our words and using our voice, using uh, whatever it is that you can think of and go to that's instilled in you to help kind of motivate you in that way. Um, affirmations, uh, a lot of, a lot of power in our words, you know, I am healed is one of my, one of my affirmations that I say constantly. Uh, my children and those I love are protected and blessed. Those things that I, so that's part of my self-care, even, you know, thinking about others is part of our self-care because our wellness will encompasses our social wellness as well. And that affects our community. So, you know, another affirmation, I'm grateful for my life. So just all of that is part of my self-care. You know, I can, uh, uh, but my main one, I believe is, it's probably going to be a movement. It's going to be, if I, if, if it's hard for me to not get that movement in, even, in the times where the gym has been closed or uh, things are shut down, you can still do things at, at home and you can still go outside, you know, so those outside is open. So, so those things are still available right. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, are you reading anything or listening to any other podcast that may be of interest to our listeners? Uh, well, I, 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 I have a hard time sitting down just to read a book, but um, the last book that I did read was a radical self care by Tara uh, Birch or something like that. It was part of a, a group club, a book club. So um, I, I was 
kind of browsing through that a little bit. Uh, but I'm listening to the the love languages. So that's uh, I listen to m- mostly the audio books is what I listen to a lot of. And my last one was the I finished was buried my heart it wounded me. But those are I'm I'm pretty frequent on listening to um, the audio books. Mm-hmm. I haven't had I hadn't had a chance to listen to a lot of the podcasts, but uh, and yours is is one that I have listened to. So that's JT Expressions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, really, I uh, like I said, I I started this just as being like an outlet. That's why you hear me talking about my testimony or just things that maybe I was dealing with in my day to day life, maybe at work or um, at home. And I was just like, or just in my daily dealings. And I was like, why do people treat people that way? Or, you know, why am I living life and in, in seeing this, you know, like as far as like um, understanding or people not having any drive or staying focused to um, achieve different things and I was like I know I'm just one little person but you know if someone listens to it fine if they don't fine but I got it off my chest and then I start having like cousins and relatives say okay I'm listening to you and then they start telling like their friends and I've just enjoyed it reaches whatever impact that it makes I'm just grateful to have the opportunity to share. And then I ask people on that I know will share some um, good news to, to women and, you know, the, have the focus of how to embedder yourself, you know? Um, oh, that's very important. So it's very, that's part of your self-care to, <laughs> to uh, be able to express and right. to share. So that's uh, important. And we're, and I'm glad that you're doing that. That's a, a good thing because you don't know who you may be reaching with the information that you're expanding. So it's a it's an awesome thing. So continue in that. Right. So we're going to get to know Nikki a little bit better. We're going to do this or that. And let's start out with things that you like. Um, would you choose Coke or Pepsi? Uh, neither. But if I had to, <laughs> I just probably wouldn't drink any of that. But I, what do you drink? I drink water. And I drink tea. Water. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, I drink a, I drink a lot of water uh, right now. I like coconut water as well. Yes. Uh, yes. Lemonade is um. That's probably you know ten grams of sugar or less, and it is may not. It tastes made more than more like lemon. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. The um coconut water I can identify with um. I actually ordered a whole case of it because I was like, okay, it has so many nutritious um, things in it and it just replenishes you. So yeah, I started actually ordering it and then we'll put it in my smoothies and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I so. did that for a few years. I, so I, I burned myself out on it cause I was ordering it and just drinking so much of it. And I mean, I really burned myself out, but now I'm going back to it a little bit more, but yeah, I, I was on a yeah. coconut water kick for a long time <laughs> okay now you said you like movement so are you more of a gym person or are you more just um exercise at home or I know you're probably say outdoors oh I like to be what, in the gym just it motivates me a little bit better and they have you know you can you have different equipment that you wouldn't necessarily 
use or get on at home. So, you know, you have options at the gym and that will, that gets me out of, of the house. Cause if I'm in the house, then I'm less likely to do, I might do uh, one or two things and then I'm done, you know, but if I'm in the gym, then I'm, I'm, I, and I'm spending money to be in the gym. So I feel like I have to get my money's worth. <laughs> so I'm, I, my motivation. Right. You said different. don't waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> my motivation is different to be, to go in the gym. So, yeah. Right. Um, okay. Are you more of a beach type vacation person or are you more of a person that love to go to maybe the, um, see nature? Uh, well, the beach is nature. So I like, I like both, uh, I like the beach and to see nature, but it's hard to choose. Like if I just had to choose, I, um, I would, I would probably choose uh, Yosemite. I would probably want to see one of the one of our uh, state parks or something, national parks. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you're trying to relax, would you rather watch uh, movies on Netflix or would you rather go to a theater? I would. I would like to see it in person. The theater would be okay. Yes. And then, um, are you an animal lover? Would you choose cat or dog? I would choose a dog. Um, We've had two, so grew grew up with one, and the children have had one, so I would like another one now, so I I would choose a dog. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you would like to share with us? Well, let's see. Um, there was another just quote that I think about. And as far as uh, I think about uh, my mantra of life and just being at peace and having peace in your life. And um, just thinking about that John fourteen twenty seven, the peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, I don't give to you as the world gives. Don't let your hearts be troubled and don't do not be afraid. That's one thing that you know, I say you, you need to have something to go back to in your mind to keep you kind of settling at ease. And even in this time that, you know, we can't really do a lot. So just remembering that uh, the Lord gives gives us peace in these in these times. And it's not as the world would give it to us because we wouldn't even be able to get it. So we have to uh, probably go a little deeper sometimes and get that peace that we may not even understand of how we get it. But he gives it to us. So. That's that's one thing. And uh, also just putting into practice some of our healthier lifestyle choices, just thinking about health and wellness on a on a lifestyle change, not as a a chore or something that, you know, you thinking about for now and not later or even when things open up or how things change or so just thinking about already kind of being on a routine of establishing some healthy practices. So you right. continuing that healthy lifestyle is one thing, just kind of shifting our wellness to think about healing ourselves in that physical and mental and spiritual way. So, right. That was perfect. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining All right. me. Well, thank you All for right. having me. I appreciate it. All right. You have a blessed day. Thank you. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And now we will have a few words from our sponsors. Our sponsorship today comes from Recruiting Brilliance. 
Recruiting Brilliance is for organizations who truly value top talent and values the unique contributions that a diverse, talented, brilliant workforce can bring to the table. Recruiting Brilliance is more than a full service recruitment agency. They are a progressive firm with a multifaceted approach. There really is no need to crack the talent acquisition code alone. Contact Recruiting Brilliance at recruitingnbrilliance.com. They are also located on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram.